Hello there, welcome to Build With It. It's week 30! 30 weeks of this bus journey, hosted by me, Abner, and my co-host, Amelia. Hello everyone. It's a special episode this week, because it's the 30th. <laughs> Do you know why it's special, Amelia? Don't say anything, I'll tell you. It's because we haven't got any of the features we usually have. <laughs> Happy 30th! <laughs> what a gift from us to you, well, the listener. I think what we spoke about was going back to our roots. This is when people truly couldn't decide if they loved us or hated us. And so we think, you know, you turn 30, you're halfway to 60, you're almost dead. We're almost dead because Stu's in a coma. It's not looking good. I know. So we just thought, you know what? Let's just have a rooted podcast where we don't have to do any segments. None of the flashy stuff, eh? You guys come for us. We know it. Also, less effort for us on our part, which which I'm a fan of. That's not what I'm doing here. I've not oh, even not? thought about the effort. No, no, no. You know I would do anything, oh, right. anything for our listeners. Yeah, so you will be getting one feature this week, and that is everyone's favourite, Albert Square Off. Mm, I mean, who 20 me, 20 is everyone's favourite, but okay, yeah, everyone's second favourite. I mean, favorite. I just want to do Albert Square Off just to, as I told you earlier, just to get through it, because... Are you really I'm scared not, that Stu is going to die I'm and we're going to have to it. stop? <laughs> I need to find a winner before Stu dies. <laughs> We're on a ticking time bomb, guys. <laughs> Things that we've we've not even fleshed out properly are going to be coming next week. <laughs> Philosophy is coming back. If you come here regularly and tune in for Who Twenty Me Twenty, or Top of the Pops, or EastEnders, EastEnders, you're going to be unhappy. You might as well just switch off now and go and listen to another EastEnders-based podcast, which hasn't got the same charisma or the same banter that Cut we that have. Up. If you've come here. Um... <laughs> For Abner and I, just kind of talking generally about something that we've watched, you know. <laughs> it's like, that, through the not week. even we like, just that we've watched. No. <laughs> well, I really enjoy it, and then sometimes I really don't enjoy it. You know what? It's like, I've said this so many times. If I love something, then I'm critical about it, and for some reason, the people of EastEnders can't understand that if you love something, you want it to be better. How many yeah. people have you, how many of you guys have kids? Are you just happy with your kids being mediocre? Exactly. Like, I want it East to be the best it child. can be, yeah. So yeah, I do love it. I have a passion for it. Right, that's a meaty little intro going on there. That'll, <laughs> that'll cover for other features. I like that. Intro. <laughs> <laughs> Are we on the bus this week, or have we cut even Ooh, the bus it? out? No, the bus is still here, don't you worry. Oh, the that's bus a segment still, itself, that, that costs nothing. Should we just refuse to even acknowledge the bus, though, from now on? Like, you know how sometimes I say, like, put the radio on, or I, like, say goodbye to the actors and the families i just won't do any of that i'll just refuse i'll tell you what this week is i'll tell you what we're doing this week we're taking hunter's magical mystery tour round albert square what was it i've made it's a foot tour it's a, it's a foot tour <laughs> this is where all the plebs go i've ri- uh, literally written down here hunter should do all of the tourism ads for the east end well i'll tell you what let's let's go there let's go to the owens let's start there okay i'm happy okay so this week um mel has decided that yes she doesn't want any more branding she's in the ray game now and um, daddy, ray ray, daddy ray has come back for hunter and he mm. reminds everyone that he's daddy he's hunter's real daddy because he keeps calling mm. him son for no reason and yeah. um hunter obviously is very busy at e20 he doesn't go to school even though he wears that tight tight uniform and he goes on business lunches with daddy ray and he shows daddy ray around the square the markets for you buy clothes the chicken shops where you eat, the minute marts where you buy your booze, <laughs> the Queen Vic, that's where all the plebs go. Give me money, please. Like, that's... There's a street beyond that tunnel. Nobody goes there. 
don't. There's a canal, but and it, it, we don't it have any crime. Very dark, and he looks yeah. around. <laughs> It's like the Badlands in The Lion King where you look over and there's just shadows and there's like a hyena running across it. Don't go there, Simba. Everything that Phil Mitchell touches is your kingdom. <laughs> I mean, he even What's that over out, there? That's the rest of London. He even pointed out Phil Mitchell's house and they referred to Denny as the heir. He was like, nah, he's just a stepson. Hunter, you're just a stepson. <laughs> yeah, so the first thing we saw this week with the Owens was uh, Ray introducing himself around the square and he made a fatal error, uh, choosing the first person to be Honey, which I know, uh, Mel identified is. as a paid-for Branning <laughs> voter. <laughs> She's definitely true, though. She like, she literally immediately turned it off as soon as she heard that, like, you know, Ray wasn't kissing Max's or Jack's ass. <laughs> like, she was like, whoa, 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 you don't pay and like, you don't lie over puddles so that Max and Jack don't have to get their feet wet. Get out of the bit at Mark. Ray's pretending to be a desk jock, but he has, like, all these secret messages. And Hunter is just, like, 100% okay with it. Where the hell are you, Ray? Is he, like, a, is he a field agent still? Is that what he is? I don't know. I think that maybe is, like, a, like, a, an, like another girlfriend. Maybe. Is, is it too obvious to be another girlfriend? I don't know, but, I mean, Hunter is just eating it up to the point where, like, he is lying to his mum. I thought they were a bit of a teen. That was the only thing that I really liked about Hunter was that he always had his mum's back. And now at he least just he's just, Ray. he loves Ray. Just, he, he just you love Ray, Ray so much, marry Ray Hunter. <laughs> Maybe he will. There is one scene that I really liked. I don't know if you picked up on it. Um, when Ray and Hunter went to get chicken at, at the chicken shop. You know, everyone's favourite chicken shop. The pedophile chicken shop? And it's the pedophile chicken shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. pedophile chicken it's called. And they were sitting eating it and then it cuts away. Then it cuts back later and they've got finished boxes. Ray stands up. And he says, uh, one more. One more what? One more chick- a, box of chicken. They're, 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 not in a, they're not in a pub. They're not getting, like, pints. One more. How much money does he have that he can just Did buy another this? box of chicken? No, I didn't see it. He just stands up and he... he one more. That's Another strange. box of chicken, Hunter? <laughs> Hunter, can I tempt you? What's uh, Ray's game here? Um, I think that he wants... I think he likes Mill and Hunter because he likes to big himself up as the family man. I mean, Mill is mm. quite nice to come home to and i don't think i do think there is some sort of like genuine affection from hunter sorry from ray towards hunter and towards mill as well Mm. but i don't think he's going i don't think he's prepared to go on the straight and narrow like he's kind of presenting i think he's going to be here just long enough to really royally screw things up with between jack and mill and then he's going to kind of depart quite quickly it'll leave mill all messed up because she'll have realized that like you know jack is the guy she's always wanted because he was ray a couple of years ago wasn't he he was like the police detective yeah. that was deep undercover. Was that man. Yeah, that got, you know, that kind of came up for air, works like some, you know, pretty stable, like, kind of jobs, has investment properties, puts his kids first. With the couple of weeks before, I think that's why we've had such a square version of Jack, because it'll be easier for, the, for them to then show, like, why Mel has made such a mistake. Because Mel essentially left Ray for being too much, for, because she wanted a Jack out of Ray. Right, Hunter, take, take us onwards. <laughs> it was Hunter driving the bus. No, he's walking us around the square, remember? Oh, yeah, come on. We haven't got any petrol money this week. Are we riding him like a horse? <laughs> In that tight shirt, no. Yeah. He's just walking us around and giving us sarcastic comments about the places. Oh, nice. No, you can't be on microphone. Jesus, kids these days. The Kazemis. Nice, the mm. Kazemis. Thank you, Hunter. We'll be with you in a few minutes. First of all, why has everyone forgotten that Kush has, first of all, had an affair on Denise? And also, where is Denise? 
why do so many of these characters just get allowed to just leave and like not be even mentioned for months on end like i know it hasn't been months for denise but like louise like they don't have to turn up but then they're not even mentioned it's like they they bank on us forgetting that they ever existed uh so the Kazemi storyline this week was very much a resurgence of remember shaki hey guys Remember that storyline we did with the stabbing and Shaki that everyone kind of like loved because we did something different than we usually do. Yeah, he's dead still. Look, look, attention, please. Give me attention. I think EastEnders has heard our accusation that they're just going to drop it and they're going to continue it, but they don't. I think what they're lacking is this kind of emotional depth that they can rely on because they didn't bother to set up the story. Like, so we're... Like, this would have all been so much better and so much better handled and it would be genuinely an interesting storyline to follow if we'd yeah. just been... If we'd had any sort of Shaquille involvement while he was on the show. From the start, yeah. Because, like, this this week we had this really sad moment of Carmel finding, you know, a gift. I thought it was... I thought it was sad. Like, imagine being a mother and finding a gift that you never actually get to give your son and, like, you know, you're reminded yeah. that they're gone. And then, like, the whole, like, he's a little rascal for wearing his shoes out and stuff. Which would be lovely if we'd known Shaquille. It's another, like, it's another character that we've got to know more in depth than we have ever. It's another Joyce. In life. Yeah. He's Floyce Mark too. I just... R.I.P. Floyce. So we had, this week we had um, Carmel being visited by the Stabber's mother. Was it Sophie? Was that Sophie, yeah, absolutely. Who was getting... Um, kind of hassled by the Wolford kids because she called the police on them or something. I don't really understand the connection. Yeah, Yeah, she was a grasser. And if you grass, then people can throw... Fruit at you. I want to say a coconut at her. (laughs) They were different tropical fruits, yes. They were tropical fruits. I saw like a green melon and a coconut, I swear. And I watched that scene twice. I think she wants Carmel to go and visit her son. And then Carmel ends up inviting her to stay, which that it's really nice, but it's also like not what's going to happen. Like everyone it's also else not seems built up at all. And also, Kush and Keegan are like the only ones. Like, yeah, it, they're full on responses. Like Keegan spits at her, but also if you saw the person that, like, you know, that kind of raised the person who murdered your family, you never really got a chance to kind of have it out with them. Then your adolescent mind is going to think that this is the next best thing. I don't understand why Carmel feels like she has to open her home. They're making Carmel some sort of martyr character. That's what they're doing. And she's like doing everything that she should. And all all that's going to happen now is that kid's going to get released, isn't he? Well, he did that whole, that was like the last scene was like, Sophie was like saying, I, you know, I can finally start to be proud of you again. And literally he like silence of the lambs, like the face change of like the poor me to like satisfied. But if that was me yeah. and that was my son, I'd stand up and right go, right, you're not changed at all. Guard, um, I just want to let you know that that was a big setup. He sorted that out for me. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Okay, don't call me again. Um, it was the callbacks that were, I don't, I want to say funny, but I know, I know the one-star reviews are going to pour in from Joan of Arc if I do. But funny. <laughs> the worst thing that I found out was um, when Chris had found out that Carmel had invited Sophie to stay. And he said, well, where's she going to sleep? And I was like, oh, this is going to be this uncomfortable. This is my favourite, yeah. It's going to be that, you know, she gets put up in Kush's room. Sorry, in yeah. Shaki's room. And then it turns out that Carmel goes, well, she can sleep on the couch. And Kush says, that's where Shaki used to sleep. So it's... <laughs> that's Shaki's underst- couch! So it's my understanding that a 
fully grown teenage boy had to sleep. The, that was the couch for him. Yes, he slept on the couch. couch. He couldn't share a room with his brother. First of all, yeah, Yeah. why didn't he have a bedroom? But also, like, I appreciate that sometimes people kind of, they can afford what they can afford. But then put the two Mm -hmm. boys in together. Like, I know there's a bit of an age difference, but... We've seen Chucky's room before. Have we? We've seen it. Yeah, when she was laying clothes on his bed. Yeah, she was. So why is that Chucky's couch? Did he just love to lay on it? Because if it's you know, if, in his shoes that he didn't yet own, <laughs> if you can own things that you love to lay on, then I own everything that I've ever touched. Like, I liked it when Kush came in and saw the shoes, and he said with a little bit of resentment, actually, only the best for Shaki. Well, that's because I feel like Kush has always been the kind of the forgotten son, hasn't he? Like he's yeah. not successful and high flying, and obviously the like father's favorite, like his older brother. And he's not the baby that, you know, everyone wanted and adored like Shaki. And I feel like in a way, Kush is finally like, okay, it's my time to shine. But we're still going on about Shaki. So it's like, it's okay, one more year. We also learnt that Shaq's hated flowers. Thank you, Keegan. And um, actually, no, my favourite bit was uh, that bit with Keegan and Carmel. And uh, she gave him a talking to and he was being all teenager-y. And then she like pushed the the shoes across the table to him, and she said, "You can have them." Like nice gesture, yeah. Thanks, Carmel. And Keegan went, "I can't." I thought he was going to say something like, "I can't." I no, I literally can't. I'm I'm size nine and they're size sevens. <laughs> I I there's no they're no use to me. Put them on eBay. But what did he say? Know? Basically, he said like, "I don't want to walk in a dead man's shoes or something." <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind that line to be honest. He took him anyway. Did he? Biggest can't be choosers. Yeah, <laughs> he's okay. a tailor. Of course, he's taking them. And once again, we have Carmel. You know, anytime she's kind of remotely upset, and Keegan's anywhere and near her, even though at this point, at this stage, she was upset at Keegan. She always yeah. just finds a way to turn around and scream at him. It's your fault that my son is dead. And once again, and Carmel. Just before the final word. Yeah, once again, Carmel. I have to tell you, it's not. It's this fault of the boy whose mother you are protecting on the street. Is that it? Is, have we done? I think so. Hunter, can we move on now? Oh, he's on his phone, Abner. Hunter! Hunter! <laughs> uh, thank you. Right, on, onwards. Going to the middle of the square now. He's trying to divert off into back to his house, isn't he? But, you know. He's trying to get to that chicken shop with his multiple <laughs> servings of chickens. Hunter, you can have a snack while we're watching the match, right? The, the, the fight. Is All Hunter right. in the fight? Can he be a possible contender? Oh, he might. Are we going stay to, here. Are stay we here going to perhaps the... lose our tour guide? <laughs> the potential is there to lose the tour guide. Hunter, just wait until the names are called and then you can go get your chicken and come back later. Well, right? hold on, Abner. Remember last week we actually verified that you had to strip search all of the characters before they came in? I've done that. Oh, okay. I did that before the show started. That's nice. Thank you. I, I don't do it midway through the show. There'd be Sorry. a big gap in there. Well, I just assumed you'd cut it out. Right, so this is Albert Square Off, our one and only feature this week, uh, where we take, you know, characters from the show and put them in a fistfight against each other. It's round two. So far into the next round is Max, Jane, Sharon. Left in the hat is Robbie, Stacy, Ted, Linda, Stu, Haley, Hunter, Martin, Tina, and Cat. Big names. So, uh, it's a fistfight. You can't like bend the rules. You can use your abilities. What if you uh, the, want to... What if Abner tries to bend the rules halfway through? Then you allowed to bend the rules? Like you did last week? I did. I just gave you a scenario. That's all I did. Oh, okay. Right, so I'm, I'm drawing the first name. Out the hat. 
Hunter, wait there. In the red corner. It's Cat Slater. She was on the phone this week. The Shirley Carter Slayer herself. Yeah. And in the red corner, or the blue corner, I can't remember what corner she was in. In she the other the corner, one. we have Hunter. You can get your chicken. It's Linda. <gasps> Kathy Linda. Big. Is Cat going to demolish another Carter out of this competition? Big week. Big week. <laughs> big week, big fight. Ding, ding, ding. So, some stats just, you know, since they last fought their, oh, you know, their corresponding fi- uh, fights. Linda has been, uh, you know, in prison under a lot of stress. She is um, under severe stress. You know, husband's just been arrested on suspicion of attempted murder, could be murder. She's been hauled down to that police station as well for a long period of time. Still unsure who actually killed someone. So it might be that she's a killer. And that's who we're putting in the ring. So that's quite exciting. We have not had a killer yet. Someone like Kat Slater pushing that motorbike down the road. She's wearing full-on high heels. She's not breaking a sweat. She can still make salacious comments towards Sharon about them getting Mm. their own away. I mean... I just think it's... Usually, I would give more thought to how Linda would be able to react. But I think this after this week, Linda's going to be so tired, so stressed out. And I think she'll be looking for an easy way out, to be honest. Because if she dies on the square... She's got a son, remember? That's true, but if she... Listen to this Cat has the twins. If she dies on the square today, under Cat's hand... Of course, you can't arrest people that die on the square in terms of Albert Square so mm. she will then be able to allow Mick to say it was actually Linda, who's Her already dying breath died. Will be, will it be was a me. Confession. Yeah. So Mick's <laughs> out. He raises the baby, and it kind of turns out for Linda because that's all she's ever really wanted is like the majority of fair family. I don't think she wants Mick in prison. She's looking over at you know where Mick should be, but instead it's just Lady Die, and like a pint. And she thinks, you know what? I'm just gonna go give it all it's got. But she's tired from the prison stay yeah. she's tired from the stress of it all it's just too much for her at this stage fake nails will fly 100 percent. but give me a name who who is going through cat slater she's had a week off she's rested she's been working out with that bike she still is not you know full of rage and regret in terms of Haley and alfie i think she's doing well i think you know what i welcome anyone's comments or feedback but right now i think i've got it right Right, so week four of round two, Cat beats Linda and continues an astonishing trend of the first person who's drawn out the hat wins. <laughs> Is that really true? Every week, yeah. The first person that's drawn out the hat wins. Um, there you go. Uh, I'm sorry, Linda. If you disagree with Amelia and think that Linda should go through, uh, then please do, as you said, email in, contact us and give us your opinions. If we hear nothing from you, we assume you agree that Cat is going through. Onwards, Hunter. He's still in the Finish chip your shop. Finish your popcorn chicken. <laughs> just eat it on the way, mate. Oh, he's got a stain. I know, but he can't trust it with anything. He is a stain. <laughs> we want to go to the Brannings now, mate. He's not happy about that. <laughs> Here he stay. He, he's staying on the corner. Okay. All right, okay, them. come on. He hates them so much. just pointing towards them now. I have to say that um, in direct Barrett Brenning brother comparison, I always have thought that I've enjoyed Jack more 
in terms of a lover, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I always thought that Max always was a little bit dirty, a little bit too kind of grimy for me in the way that he kind of seduced people. But in yeah. direct comparison of his his scenes with Rainey compared to Jack's scenes with Rainey, Max yeah. Branning has chemistry for days. He could have chemistry with a, with a car that he's trying to sell. But last week we called for it. We said we need... A Branning brother feud. We haven't had one in so long. We need something to be interesting. Here it comes. So this week we we were presented with another social worker visit, which means that we had another argument between Max and Rainey where Max was thick.
And then she acted like it was the right thing to do. And her face. kind of people and like a mixed reaction to that 